Hello, my friend. This is Clyde. This one you must do. Now that all the excitement and, and ex activities of Valentine's Day are over, can we now settle down and have a real conversation about love? I'm speaking to Christians, only to those who are the children of God. I am speaking to my brothers and sisters. This is our time for housekeeping for spring cleaning, for replacing the junk that exists among us and to do the right thing. And now these three remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. 1 Corinthians 13 and verse 13. Everybody knows that one verse, but love is not an abstract concept. Love is not a word for literary creations. Love is not the possession of the commercial world. Today, we need to know what real love is. There is a mysterious statement in the Bible. God is love. I say mysterious because many of us, we know God, but we don't do God in our relationships. Ah, don't say that, Clyde. Yes, I will say that. But I want us as children of God to start a new movement. Today, I am challenging us, including myself, to engage in a new program. Here is the base statement of instruction. Please pay attention to what I'm about to recite because there is an instruction, there is a model, and there is a high level of importance. A new command I give you, love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. John 13, verses 34 and 35. The first thing I want us to know is that this matter is important. It is so important that he uses the strongest form of instruction. He was talking to his disciples and he said to them, A new command I give you. What a way to start. A command is not a multiple choice and it is non-negotiable. You don't have a town hall meeting to determine what to do with a command. It is a command which means that it is coming from someone who is in authority to a person or persons who are part of an organization. I cannot command my neighbor to raise his kids in a certain way. I don't have that authority or that right to tell my neighbor how to raise his kids. I can, however, issue a command in my house to my family members. I command you to be nice to each other in this family, in this house. <laughs> what is interesting is that Jesus issued this command to 11, not 12 disciples. Judas had left the room earlier. By leaving the room, Judas made a statement that he was not really part of this group, especially as he was about to throw the leader of this group to the wolves. When Judas left, he did not intend to return. Jesus knew all along that it was going to come to this. See John chapter 17 verse 12. The command was therefore given to those who were genuinely part of Jesus' crew, those who were authentic members of Jesus' team. They just received the strongest command in the three years of being associated with Jesus. The second thing is the actual command. Three words locked in a short sentence. There is no preface and there is no explanation. Simple and straightforward. Love one another. 
Jesus did not suggest that they think about it. Work it out among yourselves and hopefully within a year you will be able to practice it. He was clear in the command and everyone in the room knew what he was talking about. You and I have heard that command before, but we have done everything else but obey that command. Among us as Christians, within our local churches, there are all sorts of actions that violate the command. Hypocrisy is one of the most toxic features among God's children. We smile and break bread together in the house of the Lord, but deep down, we don't like that one over there because of his race. We don't interact with those over there because we are better than them socially and economically. We certainly don't pray for some members of the church community because whatever trouble they are having, it's entirely their fault. Oh, and here is one more thing. We don't like that one because his politics differ from mine. And my Bible tells me that if you and I don't agree on the same politics, that I should have nothing to do with you. How dare we introduce all kinds of poison into the body of Christ when Jesus stated that we should love one another? He did not give us conditions, my friend. He did not leave it open-ended so that we can interpret it the way we chose. There is no room for interpretation. Love one another. And not only on Sundays, not only when we go to choir practice, not only when we are collecting goods for the homeless population. Love one another is a 24-7 command in our regular day-to-day life. We don't get to pick and choose the persons we love and we are not given a chance to practice love the way we feel. It is a command and it is timeless. So there is the command. It is important. There is the instruction. Love one another. And we come now to the final feature, the model. How does Jesus expect us to love one another? Look no further. These guys were with Jesus every day for the last three years or more. We never once heard of any of them taking time off from being a disciple. So it makes sense when Jesus issued the model of how to love one another. He said, as I have loved you, so you must love one another. Don't look to the world for how to love one another. Don't turn to love songs by your favorite pop group or singer. Don't depend on the calendar to love. Look to me and look at how I love you. That is the standard that I want you to love by. We close with those words ringing in our ears. Now let it have an impact on our hearts and lives beginning today. A new command I give you, love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another.